Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Lux mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Binge all episodes of The Last City ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. <laughs> this, this shows my love of malls. I don't remember faces, but I remember the mall. So I don't really necessarily remember who I hung out with, but man, I remember that mall. I, it's almost like I had a more of a personal relationship with the mall than I did with the people around me, which is saying a lot. But I, I was a part of this. Well, my high school, Leon High School, was close to Governor Square Mall. So at lunch, I think we would dart over there and get some food. But then I was a part of this theater group called Young Actors Theater that I think we would go to the mall a lot. So, and a lot of my friends would get jobs. Now, keep in mind, the odd thing is I did not get a job at the mall. I got a job at the TCBY at a strip mall, which is blasphemous. Fanatics. Everyone's got to All right, it's my favorite day of the week. It's Thursday. It's Fanatics Day. I'm one of your hosts, David Magadoff, and my much better host is... <laughs> I am Claire Kramer, and thank you, David. I will take the compliment, even if I don't agree with you. Um, welcome to this episode of Fanatics, where we talk about what people love, what you love, what I love, what we all are obsessed with in a positive way. I, it's a positive show. Positive if you haven't figured that out now, we celebrate the uh, positivity of fanaticism. <laughs> and we are addicted to Tony Hale today. Uh, we adore Tony. I know you guys do, too. This is... I, I will say who he is, just for those of you who are living on a far, far, far away part of the world uh, who don't get things like HBO or Fox or Disney, uh, which is an incredible thing. Uh, this is Forky from Toy Story. This is Buster from Arrested Development. This is Gary from Veep. This is Archibald of Archibald's Next Big Thing. And so, you can so just much stop. More. You can stop at Gary from Veep because I love him and everything. Obviously, he's hilarious. But I, I believe he surely deserved his two Emmys for Veep. And that show is one of my top 10 shows. You, I, I remember when Julia Louis Dreyfus, you know, announced she was going to be doing it. And all the Seinfeld people have had spinoffs. They've all tried, yes. you know, some have done better than others. I shouldn't say all because Jerry himself hasn't. He just had the documentary Comedian, which That's was true. also genius. That's true. Um, but that show is truly comic genius, laugh out loud. And Tony's character is so phenomenal. He plays him so perfectly. I have to say, if you are if you have heard of Veep but you haven't watched it or you have not heard of it and obviously not watched it, definitely dial it up and you're going to be summer binging on Veep. Or it's the best. if it's not summer, you're just going to be binging on Veep because it is so 
funny. And I <laughs> and it's so it's it's so good that it will feel like summer no matter when you watch it. So it is, it is a forever summer binge. And Arrested Development, that's where we all knew him and fell in love. And that, Buster, Buster Bluth. Oh, my gosh. The heart that we all have for Buster Bluth. It's so hard to say who was the best on that show. They were the they were the greatest ensemble team effort you ever had. But that show isn't that show without Buster Bluth. He uh, just he forever changed uh, how you look at Hey Brother and giving someone a massage. And if you don't if you don't agree with us, you're wrong. Uh, and well. uh, <laughs> And what's good is we're not going to talk about any of this today. I mean, you know, am I wrong? No, I I think we're both right and we have a right to be right. right? No, we're both right. I'm saying if people don't agree with you and I, Claire, outside of ourselves, then these people are are incorrect. Um, Do you mean the collective we or the singular? The collective, (laughs) not us. (laughs) Uh, But we are going to be speaking with him about uh, indoor malls today. We're not going to talk about any of the wonderful things we love Tony about. uh, All the wonderful things that we love about Tony. Uh, we love that he loves indoor malls. Indoor malls. I'm not even going to get indoor. into it because I want you to listen to it. There's a lot of rules around this episode of Fanatics, so please uh, take a listen, enjoy, and there will be a quiz later. All right, we're so excited to have Mr. Tony Hale on today. You might recognize him from a lot of things, and we're not going to talk about any of that. We're just going to talk about your love of malls, Tony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. No, Tony, really, welcome to Fanatics. Thank you so much for coming on. I I personally am a huge fan of you. I love you on Veep. It's like my favorite. I could talk about Veep for one of these episodes, but Me too. Like 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 David said, we're not going to we're not going to talk about that right now. We're going to talk about malls. Yeah. What is it about malls that you love? <laughs> Recently because of the way the world's going, all that kind of stuff, I, I heard somebody say like, oh, you know, malls might go away. And it was like this rush of just sadness and trauma that overwhelmed <laughs> me. I just, ever since I was a kid, it was always a place where that smell of a mall, that central AC, <laughs> the food court, it was a one-stop shopping situation. We never actually really shopped. We would just hang out with our friends. It feels safe. It could not be more of a mecca for materialism, but it was just something about it that like the pop-up shops in the middle, the smell of Cinnabon. I don't know. It was just the whole thing just like warms my heart. Cinnabon. That is one of my first memories of a mall. And I feel like, I don't know, tell me if this is true with you, but the mall was sort of like the tween almost before the teenage years Mm -hmm. is when I was introduced because it was the safe place for your parents to drop you off. You know what I mean? For yes. a few hours, you know, and no. Yeah, it was a giant babysitter, exactly. really. <laughs> it was, actually. I mean, as a parent to a 14-year-old, there is something that when I take her to the mall with her friends, Fashion Square Mall, where you live near, Claire. Mm-hmm. But when I take her to that mall, it, it's like I feel safer rather than being like, all right, go walk around, I don't know, Studio City or something like that. There's something contained about it that I think gives parents assurance. Absolutely. And, you know, we don't have a Cinnabon in our mall, our, our, the one fashion square mall. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. But, but there is an Auntie M's or the pretzel place that on the second (laughs) floor. And they have free samples. So I don't know about you, but I mean, my kids are like, you know, honed into that place and then they go to the candy store for the free samples. Yep. I mean, what stores do you remember being in, in the mall? Like sort of when we were growing up, Cinnabon definitely won. But what else? Cinnabon, do you sort of affiliate. 
It's funny because I like the smell of Cinnabon. It was not the one, it was not my go-to for getting stuff. It was always just kind of walking and getting that kind of waft of cinnamon. My go-to was always the Great American Cookie Company. I don't know if you remember yeah. that. I'm being from the East Coast, the South. Now, over here, it's um, Mrs. Fields. Miss Fields or Miss okay. Fields. That's what I grew up. I grew up in Jersey. Mrs. Fields was my go-to. Yeah, yeah. that was the go-to. Down South, it was Great American Cookie Company because every birthday, you would not get a cake. You'd get a cookie cake. I would like to say that I was, I mean, Great American Cookie Company was always, their icing was just so good on top of that cookie. However, in the last <laughs> five years, I think they changed their icing recipe. And I was doing a film in Oklahoma and I went to a Great American Cookie Company because I heard there was one there and I took some friends from the film there and I tasted the cookie and I was like, guys, the recipe's off. There was something, something happened. And I, 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 my love for that cookie company has faded because it got too sweet. There was something about the lightness of the icing before. And they used to have these, right. what's called the double doozy, where it was two cookies and then the icing was in the middle. And if that icing is too sweet, it's too much. So anyways, that was a, that was a dark spot. In my life, when, I, when, I, when that happened, <laughs> well, I I brought my wife to a Dunkin' Donuts for the first time because she grew up in Sacramento like a number of years ago, and I was like, "You're gonna love it." And then I tasted it. I was like, "Oh, yeah. this thing is terrible." <laughs> and then I went to Google the ingredients. There's literally, mm -hmm. I think, somewhere between seventy to ninety ingredients in a typical Dunkin' Donuts donut, and I know that what we grew up with. They had to have at least 40 to 50 and probably the generation before us. So I think as each mm. generation goes, that cookie is going to have a because They want to create that taste no matter what. And I think yeah. we're just processing so much. So I and other people have experienced the going back to that dessert, whatever that dessert yeah. is, or that pizza or that food, yeah. and have been very disappointed. <laughs> I think that that's actually really good to hear because I thought yeah, they just must have pumped it with more preservatives or something like that because it really tasted different. And this shows how twisted my mind is. I'm in Alabama visiting family. And anytime we've been coming down here for the past 17 years because my wife is from here. And every time I'd always go to the mall and they had a great American cookie company here. And the other day I was at the grocery store. There was a guy in the grocery store that worked at the Great American Cookie Company. And I rarely recognize people in <laughs> Alabama I just because we only come down here once a year. But damn straight, I recognize that guy. I was like, you worked at the Great American Cookie Company. I know your face, man. I know your face. So let me ask you this. Was that the first place you would hit when you'd go into the mall? Oh, yeah. 100%. Is, is the, food that, the food item? The food item, well, because the cookie company had slices of the cookie pizza, quote pizza, and then they had the double doozy and then the cookie. So we'd maybe get one of those or we'd, we'd probably kind of congregate around the food court. And then if we were feeling like dangerous, we'd walk into Spencer's. I don't know if you guys remember Ooh, Spencer's. Yes. Oh, yes. Spencer's totally. was like the, the really had all the cool t-shirts, but then there was like this dark side of it where it like had all of this kind of adult stuff. And we were like, oh, God, should we look? Should we not look? And it was all these weird games of, you know, God knows what. <laughs> and so that was like the that was like the dare. You know, I dare you to walk back there and, and see what's back there. But we would just kind of roam. We'd meet friends there. And every mall has this atrium in the middle where all the escalators go up. And there was just <laughs> there was something like cathedral-esque about it where it was like, I have entered heaven on a Tuesday <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> and I love everything about it. What was the mall that you grew up going to? Because that, like, let's like start with the story. Yeah. What's, what's the name of this mall? This might actually have a lot to do with it because I was an army brat 
we moved seven times before I was in the seventh grade. And so in the seventh grade is when my dad retired the army and we moved to Tallahassee, Florida. And I didn't really know a lot, but this mall kind of became the set place we would always go to. And maybe just because since I was in so much transition in my life with the military, there was just like, it was kind of a set place that to congregate. Anyway, so that was in Tallahassee and there was a place called the Governor Square Mall that was the place to go to. I don't know if it's still the hot spot of Tallahassee, but it was definitely our hot spot. Now they've got all the outdoor mall situations, which if I'm honest, not a huge fan of. <laughs> it just doesn't hit me as hard. I like an indoor situation. It takes away the sort of feeling of containment. I mean, it does, right? Yeah, and that does. sense of security, you know. It does. And I, I mean, don't want natural air in my mall experience. No. <laughs> I want just central air. <laughs> you want to smell the Cinnabon as thank you walk you. around. Yeah, yeah thank exactly. You. I mean, it sounds like growing up, moving so much that malls were sort of a touchstone for you. Like yeah. they provided a sense of consistency mm -hmm. in a very, you know, unpredictable world, I guess. Would that still be true? I think so. I, yeah. I, it, well, now, it, now to your point, it is the nostalgia of it. Like I really, it is a nostalgic feeling to go back to. Back then, I think it was a, a constant for me. It kind of felt safe. And also back then, I probably wasn't a very wild kid. I think I got probably a little wilder the later, the older I got. But beginning, like middle school, you're not really a wild kid. And so to go to the mall was like in high school, late high school is when you go to the parties and all that kind of stuff. But middle school kind of was the season of just the mall. And so it kind of started this track of that probably. What makes a good mall? Mm, good question. A good mall. And what um, makes a bad mall a bad mall? Well, I mean, there's a YouTube... <laughs> There's a YouTube site where you go and they do videos of broken down old malls where they, they travel through them and they just kind of videotape these sad malls. And I visited that site many times. It's both depressing and I'm like, oh, gosh, I remember that. I think what makes a good mall is you know, keep it updated. You got to have a solid food court. I will say this. I'm not a, I'm not a snob about having a fancy food court. I like me a chain. I don't care if it's the same Sparrow, <laughs> Cinnabon, you know, I don't care if it's the same stuff over and over. So the food court can be kind of chain like, but the mall itself, I feel like you got to keep it updated. You can't, it can't be run down because it starts to look sad and then, and then you can just, it's just a different vibe. You know, yeah, I feel like malls that don't have the atrium with yeah. the like skylights, they're more depressing. I, I call it a cathedral. Like <laughs> I mean, if you want to bring it into the spiritual, I, I'd appreciate that. <laughs> I, I have no problem doing that. The, <laughs> but, you know, when they have that sort of like flat, dark, right, non, right. Yeah. It's it's almost like the death sentence for the mall. Yeah. You know I what I mean? It's like it's the like Brady Bunch last, house. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that. Carousel? Uh, Is there a carousel that you enjoyed in a mall? That's or? a really good question, David. Mine did not have a carousel, but I don't mind a full-on circus <laughs> in the middle of the Mine atrium. had a carousel. Yours had a carousel. Wait, which mine one, had, which one did you go to in Jersey? I grew up at the, and I say like I grew up at the mall. I did. I grew up at the Freehold Raceway Mall. Oof, uh, okay. which is in the town of Freehold. And oh, okay. surprise, there was a raceway in the town as well. Sure. So that's where the name that's, came yeah. from. But yeah. <laughs> well, in a while, though, we were that young, you know, I had no money. 
And yet we didn't buy. I mean, if I had $5 to buy on lunch, that was like gold. But for the most part, we didn't really spend. I wasn't a rich kid. I wasn't one of those kids that came out with all the bags of stuff. So we didn't buy anything. We just really hung out there. So who came with you? Was it like the same dude or was it like a group of five of you? Like how did it? <laughs> this, like, this shows my love of malls. I don't remember faces, but I remember the mall. So I don't really necessarily mm. remember who I hung out with. But man, I remember that mall. I, it's almost like I had a more of a personal relationship with the mall than I did with the people around me, which is saying a lot. But I, I was a part of this. Well, my high school, Leon High School, was close to Governor Square Mall. So at lunch, I think we would dart over there and get some food. But then I was a part of this theater group called Young Actors Theater that I think we would go to the mall a lot. So, And a lot of my friends would get jobs. Now, keep in mind, the odd thing is I did not get a job at the mall. I got a job at the TCBY at a strip mall, which is blasphemous. Okay, I worked at TCBY too. No way! 8th Street and Broadway in New York City. That was my job at NYU. I no was, I was soft serving the yogurt. Yes. Okay. Well, we got to take a break and talk about TCBY. Because okay. do you do you say the country's best yogurt or do you say, what is the other one? Uh, this can't be yogurt. Which is do you think it is? <laughs> I think it's the country's best yogurt. That's what I That's thought That's what too. I was told. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was told somebody said this can't be yogurt. And I was like, I don't think that's correct. All right. I'm looking this up now. This is really, Tony, I'm going to blow your mind here. I grew up in a town so small, we did not have a mall. And the town still to this day does not have a mall. I grew up in Ohio. So we would go down to Columbus and the big mall in Columbus, the downtown mall, which now I'm going to go to that YouTube channel because I'm sure it is. I know it's closed down. But- we would go and at Christmas, like our show choir would go and, you know, be sure. bussed down there and we'd, we'd perform <laughs> yeah, sure. and then we'd be, you know, we'd be allowed to like go get a Cinnabon and, you know, hang out for a little totally, bit. And totally. stuff. So when you say your friends got jobs at the mall, were they more like, you know, show choir performing, anything like that? Or was it more like at the, at the TCBY or... Now that you say it, this theater group, I think we did perform during some like with our blue sparkly mm-hmm. vest. We did some kind of Americana theme. Oh, but, I, I had the vest too. <laughs> oh, sure. 100%. <laughs> and then uh, we did do that at the mall. But my friend, I think they worked at a tea place and then somebody worked at, oh, what was it called? Body Shop? Was it called oh, Body yeah. Shop or something like that? Yeah. And it was kind of like cool clothes. Smell shop. Yeah. Well, that's Bath and Body. This was Body Shop, which was like... Oh, you're right. Like no, you're right. Yes, Bath and, and Body Works is what yeah. I'm thinking and of. Bath yes. and Body is just an assault on the nose. It is <laughs> like, intense. They're like the Claire's where it's always like three for Claire's. 20 or, yep. you know, and Claire's is buy three things, get three things free. So you totally. go in for like one tiny little thing and you come out like, it's like going to Ikea. You come out loaded down with like Bath and Body lotions. Yeah. And you've only spent use. $5 on like 50 right. things. <laughs> You had eight coupons. <laughs> the cool thing is my daughter, and this is the honest truth, my daughter did not learn to walk <laughs> outside. She learned to walk in a mall because we would, <laughs> I would take her to the indoor playground on the second floor of Fashion Square Mall, and we would go in that little playground, and she'd walk around. And then when she got older, a lot of her memories, by the way, are at the mall. As she got older, we would go to Claire's, and that was a big deal just to mm-hmm. kind of – I mean, the stuff, you know, we're not talking quality, but like for for the eye candy of it, it was just tons of – you get five of these things and this things, and it was just heaven for her. She loved it. 
I mean, if you think about it, the mall is such a dynamic place. You can get your ears pierced. I don't know if your daughter got her ears I don't know pierced. How, I don't know how, like, she did not, that's on the books. But I'm a it's little, I don't know how, like, how sanitary it is. Well, let me tell you, I have two girls, one's 12 and one's 10. I let them both get their ears pierced at Claire's. And then my second daughter, my 10 year old, got a double piercing at Justice. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I think Justice. the girl, like, piercing her ears was like 15. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, she's, my daughter's like, is this okay? I'm like, it's totally fine. Yeah. It's just your ear, just a hole in your body. Oh, totally. I tell you, justice was, we didn't have justice when I was growing up. My daughter loved justice because what justice does, they're very smart marketing. They have all of the the letters of your name. So it's like, if you get an something with an L on it, that's for my daughter, Loy, but it's all these personalized things that just really attract that audience. Absolutely. Okay. So where I was going with this was, Piercing ears, obviously shopping, food. But what about the whole mall Santa experience, mm. you know, and the Easter bunny and mm. all those specialty holiday moments? Yeah, I don't remember that. I, I do know my daughter and I, every year we do a picture with an Easter bunny. And then like one year we were traveling, so we just grabbed a stuffed bunny and took a picture with it. But that's kind of become a tradition for us. I always love, I mean, I love the mall at Christmas. I love walking mm. around and seeing the decorations and the Santa. But I don't remember me having many experiences with like going to Santa or I'm sure my parents did when I was really little, but that was when we were traveling around a lot. I feel like that's like a newer thing though. Mm, I don't maybe. know. I don't know. Cause I don't really remember doing it as a kid, but I do definitely remember taking my kids there. Yeah. I wish I, I had, I wish I, I, I do, but I, you can't see it. The listeners can't listen to it or see it. I have a picture of one Easter bunny that we were sitting with and it, the, the poor bunny just looked demonic. Like it was, I don't, and you could tell from the, that year that the, the eyes were really slant and I was like, oh, that's dark. And then the next year, some, <laughs> some marketing person got a hold of that bunny and like, turned it into just like Looney Tunes bunny. Like it was, it just did a, like a 180. He used to work at the postal office. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so TCBY is in fact the country's best yogurt. Is it? I think this can't be yogurt is probably people just kind of made up their own thing, but it is, mm. it is trademarked as the country's best yogurt and the parent company. Mm. So there's, I found out who owns TCBY. Ooh, tell me. Which is a fun circle back. Mrs. Fields. <gasps> Really? That is interesting. Really mall-centric this this thing up. Yeah, that's why there's those pair-up. You know, have you ever seen like at the truck stops where it's like half TCBY, half whatever else? Now that makes sense. Well, that's how there's still... Go ahead, David. No, I was going to say there's still uh, over almost 500 TCBYs in America. Really? Well, that's like how Gap owns Old Navy. All these people are... They're they're connected. And Banana Republic. Yep. Did you always give free yogurt to your friends that came in and all that stuff? Oh, dude, yes. And we were open till two in the morning. Wow. We were like right, yeah, we were right in the middle of like 8th Street and Broadway, like in wow. right in the NYU campus, right? And everything. So we, I mean, there were times where people were, you know, and bars stay open in New York. I don't know if they still do because I've lived out here a while, but till 4 a.m., you know. What does 1 30 so- a.m. TCBY <laughs> look like? Oh, That's it, what- <laughs> it looks crazy. I mean, that was a definitely a really crazy experience because I was, I went to college at 17 from Ohio, you know, wow. and here is I am. Is that Astor Place? Is the 8th and Broadway yes. Astor Place? Yeah. That Astor Place is six, but it, okay, so it's yeah. like right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you ever get your hair cut at Astor Hair? 
No, but I lived, my very first apartment in New York was on First Avenue and like 8th. Eighth or ninth, and so we would always. Okay. I would always go to. I don't remember a TCBY though. I went. When did it? Was it always there? It was it, last time I went back to New York. It has been turned into a shoe store, <laughs> oh. but it was there. I mean, I, it was it was there for a good twenty years. It was there don't a long you ever? Time. Don't you ever think? I remember pouring that bag of liquid into the machines to make the yogurt. <laughs> don't you ever think? God, they are making so much money. This is a bag of liquid for God, that God knows what cost them, two cents, and don't right. even know what they put in there. And then they make like 50 cups of something. I mean, they're just making bank. Right. Just crazy. Cra- I could, we could do an episode on TCBY, and maybe we will. But mm. let me ask you this, Tony. Five, top five features a mall must have, and I'll start you off with the cathedral-like okay. a- ascent into heaven. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so definitely the the atrium cathedral situation. I'm going to, I'm going to call out and say a food court that is, doesn't look like a fast food place that hasn't kept clean. I do like a clean food court. I don't care if it's chains that have been around for God knows how long. I would say there's a smell that malls have (laughs) that it feels like a new, almost furniture store where everything feels like a, it's like a new car smell where you're like, this Mm -hmm. smells clean and new. I like that. Mm -hmm. I'm not a huge fan of how a mall goes long and long and long. I like a big contained space. Like I don't like all these like tunnels that go different places where you're like, because there's always that feeling of like, oh my gosh, I'm missing. (laughs) Whereas uh, there's too many getaways. You know, that's how the Glendale Galleria always felt. Yeah. You know what? That's a really good point, David. (laughs) Now I'm now I'm getting on a soapbox. There's a whole section that you don't even (laughs) get to because there's a whole section you don't even get to because you didn't know was there. Right, it's like Nordstrom's is like yeah. yeah. Same with the Topanga Mall. I feel like yeah, I haven't been to that, but I I have not been to the Mall of America. You know, which everybody talks about. But I was gonna. We were gonna ask if you'd ever been in Minnesota and talk about Mecca. That's really where you. I know. One day I'll make the journey. I'll make a walking journey to the Mall of America and bow. On a on a rug, um, <laughs> you don't go in. You just place just place a rose at it. Just at place the, a rose and cry at the automatic door opener. <laughs> That's another one. That might be a trait I like is an automatic door opener. But I don't. I don't. I have a feeling that's probably has a lot of different tunnels that go into places. So I don't know how I'm gonna like that. But I just like my thing is I don't care how many floors. It could be eight floors. I just like everything in one space. You know, right? A hub, a central yeah. hub. Maybe I'm yeah. not. I'm not a fan of a flat mall because then it does feel like a strip mall, or it doesn't have that height. I like a lot of height. Okay, clean food court, maybe automatic doors, yeah. atrium ceiling, sunlight. Yeah, an elevator where you can Smell. an elevator Smell. where you can see things as you go up. A glass elevator, a glass like elevator. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> so yes. the, the yes. elevator is a good question. Yeah. Did you ride the elevator a lot? I was a very much an escalator person yeah. or stairs. The elevator is is a bit of a chance because sometimes you have to wait a little yes. too long. Yes. Also, you're very closed. Yes. Elevators felt like either both the greatest luxury or for people who really need it. You know, maybe a disabled person. Absolutely. Yeah. And I have to say elevator has come with maturity. <laughs> I did not start with an elevator <laughs> because I hear what you're saying, David. I was all escalator because I like to go up the escalator and you get the view. Maybe that's one of my traits. When you go up the escalator, mm-hmm. you get a view of the whole thing. So it's kind yes. of like a platform above the Crane Canyon. Where you're like, oh, look at the luxury. Look at the, the awesomeness. So I like that view. And the elevator, maybe in later in life, is like, yeah, let's just take the elevator. 
Yeah, yeah. When you're doing the escalator, you also like discover stores. You're like, because yeah. you're looking up and you're like, oh, I didn't realize there was like a, you know, it, whatever. Your, your <laughs> eyeline literally, you just start like, discovering. Like, it's like store. Yes. There's another yep. store. Yep. Oh my gosh, I didn't know yeah. that there was a Sam Goody. Look at that. Yep. It just, yep. and it just did it, feel like you were journeying. It becomes its own kind of movie where you're just watching everything. Again, really have no desire to walk into the stores. Let me just, let me just acknowledge that. I don't really, I don't like to shop much I'm, I'm i'm ironically not a big shopper but a lot of people watching i like just the feeling of it well speaking of movie movie theaters mm. is that a requirement no, for you it's not a good mall it's not a requirement for mm. me because um governor square mall did not have a movie theater in the mall we that was separate so i don't have an association to a movie theater if anything it feels weird to walk through a mall to get to a to a movie theater i agree i grew up with a set now here's here what we didn't have a mall but we did have what you would consider a strip mall which is a whole nother sure, discussion well, yeah. you know and the strip mall had a chinese restaurant this is um and a place called Fashion Bug, where every year oh, I, I got Bug. to go, I got to go and put my clothes on layaway around June, layaway. July, yeah. so so that by August, September, I would have a wardrobe paid off uh, for school. And it had maybe one other store, and then the movie theater. Now, do you want to hear parent torturing to a teenage girl? Yes, please. My dad would. And our town was so small. My dad would start at the end of the strip mall with me in the car to drop me off at the movies when I was yeah. 13, 12, 13, 14. He would honk the entire way down the strip mall and drop me off right in front of the movie theater. And I was I would be like cowering in the car and then like scurry out like a little uh, squirrel. Wait, would know? he do do it just to embarrass you? Yes. Okay. I, I do love that because I have a 14-year-old and I, I'm getting that a lot now. Like you're embarrassing me and I'm like, come on, it's in the genes. Like it's a that's like a part I'm, of the job. I, yeah. My kids, all they all, all, I, all I do now is like breathe. They'll be like, stop it, bomb. No. I'm like, wait, I'm literally just sitting here breathing. But anyway, <laughs> yes, that is – so strip malls are a totally separate thing. Do you consider yeah, them malls? I are they? Uh, not in my world. Not in my passion. They don't. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, when Lloyd was little, we would always go to the Americana in Glendale and we'd walk around. That to me feels a little more like Vegas. It feels a little more kind of walking around. You're walking outside. It's, it's nice. You're looking at fountains, all that kind of stuff. Nice. But it's not necessarily a, the mall experience for me. It sounds like it doesn't even scratch the itch for you. It really doesn't. And it I was like, it's a completely different thing. And I was concerned because we used to live in Los Feliz and I was concerned that the Americana was going to dominate the Glendale Galleria and the Glendale Galleria was going to go away. But just the opposite. It actually helped it. <laughs> so there, there was actually that discussion about Fashion Square Mall, our mall, which I believe doesn't even go by really. It's true name, I don't think, is Fashion Square it's anymore. it's Westfield. Not, is it Westfield? Yeah, Westfield. Mm -hmm. But there, at one point, when all the malls were converting, like, the Grove to the outdoor space, there was this talk of, oh, it's going to shut down. And, and mm -hmm. you know, I'm really glad that didn't happen. Mm. I, I do love And I mall. do like the – I mean, again, I, it's not like I don't like the experience of the Grove. I think I just don't want to – if there's going to be that many people, <laughs> I like it inside. I don't know why. <laughs> Which is I, the I opposite agree. of COVID. <laughs> You know. <laughs> Do you guys remember when Tiffany did her mall tour? Oh, like that was 100%. her way of like getting the album out. Oh yeah, her and and then um, I feel like she might have come to Tallahassee. I don't think she came to Governor Square Mall, but because I'm I graduated in '88, so I was in high school from '85 to '88. 
And she was Tiffany, Debbie Gibson, all the, mm-hmm. they did Backstreet all those Boys. Multi- I think Backstreet Boys was actually later for me. That was, like the, later, that yeah. was like the 90s. Okay. But like that era, the Tiffany, they, they, was, they did a lot of mall tours. The mall tour. I love Arcades. Tiffany. I remember Arc- I saw Tiffany oh, at the Arcades. Ohio State Fair. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Yes. David, you mentioned arcades. I That's not a part of my list. I'm not a big gamer. I was never a big gamer. I, they were there. I, I have an association with the- There was an arcade, though, growing up, is what you There was an arcade you just never growing went up. In. I don't know. I don't, it was not in the mall. It was- I, oh. I want to say it was at the Tallahassee Mall, which was another mall, which I did not go to much. And that, all, that other mall also had putt-putt. <laughs> And so now was that the other everyone has the other mall think, the mall yeah, that you don't go that was to. the was that kind of a that was the other mall it was not that it was a bad mall but I maybe it wasn't just close to me I just I, I didn't really I didn't really go to that one like if I had an arcade and a putt putt it sounds like a nice mall but I think it was like a little too far a destination mall where it was oh. <laughs> it was like if you're going to putt putt you do that if you have an agar yeah, yeah yeah okay so let's let's talk about destination malls because i definitely had there was like the really nice mall but like 40 minutes away did you like yeah. but i didn't go there often because it was 40 minutes away yeah. but it was like you went there when you really i, I don't i'm trying to when think you why needed, we like nicer there. clothes or something like what did it have like yeah. the you know like the churchware type place for Sure, because I know putt putt. They had you remember those games where the balls you'd throw them up and they'd hit the they'd hit in the, all the circles. Ski ball. Yeah, so they'd ski. They had all that kind of stuff, and so that was if you had a birthday party or something like that, you'd go to that. And then I don't even think I did back to school shopping at the mall again. I don't know why I'm so obsessed with malls because I didn't do a lot of my shopping there. It was just an experience thing. Well, I think that's the point. Is the point is. The joy is like there's literally things called emotional design. Like mm. I, I've a lot of interior. My gra- wife's a graphic designer, and the idea is if you walked into four different restaurants with the same types of food, but all four restaurants were just different. Mm. One had not halogen lights, but one had really nice, you know, mm-hmm. soft can you know candle lighting or whatever, and it's the same food. You're going to walk out of each place with completely different yeah. feelings on how you yeah. enjoyed it and yeah. the experience. And I think malls are exactly that for you. Like they are. When you watch, did you watch the new Stranger Things with the beautiful, like the last, the new season of Stranger Things is all in this mall. Is it really? And they had, I'm not caught. I haven't seen oh, it, it is yet. you. The whole plot is about it being at this mall. Like that is the really for okay. The uh, yeah, I'm only thing. I'm not caught up, so maybe I should definitely get there. But I love That's that you're saying that. You're fast forward. Yeah. I love you're saying about the experience because I when I go to a restaurant, I'm much more environment trumps food for me. So mm-hmm. like if the if the atmosphere is solid, I can give a lot of grace to the food. If the food is great, the atmosphere isn't great. I probably won't be going back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's what the mall is. I yeah. think we're literally walking into environment yeah. and if it's like pleasurable and everyone's having a good time and someone's eating a corn dog and your friends are having a good time yeah. and you're you're growing up there, well it, it kind of is the great equalizer the mall like yeah. you step <laughs> through you step through those doors and like mm-hmm. everybody's the same yeah. <laughs> you know yeah it was Race, no man's land <laughs> yeah and it's, it was it like you saw friends and you you know when you go up the escalator and if you look down and you saw somebody from your school it was like oh god you know who's so it became this kind of social spot Definitely. So, and malls, though, now, I keep forgetting, you know, COVID and just and the concept of that malls are dying everywhere. But 
will you, you know, when you have recently gone to malls as someone who is both recognizable, is this been a difficult thing? Mm. Like, do you, has it made you not want to go to malls or are you like, no, people respect or um, you go like, I don't care. I'll say hi to five people or 13 people or whatever, but I'm still enjoying the mall. It's not getting in the way of things. It really hasn't. I yeah, mean, that's I, a good point. I, I, for the most part, I, I have a beard now, so I don't really get, I mean, because my characters, I don't think probably could grow a beard. I don't know. And also, being a quirky sidekick, it's not like uh, that that doesn't really happen much. So it has not at all stained my mall experience. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I'm I'm happy to hear that for you. Yeah. And people are pretty (laughs) respectful. Like you can, if I'm with my daughter and somebody recognizes me, they won't say, they they won't say much. Well, I hope everything opens up soon so you can get back to your uh, to your malls and and are you maybe be a mall walker? Do you feel like you can see that in your future? Let me tell you right now. Yes, I can. And I can I can see myself as a 70-year-old man walking the mall and just and I really hope they stick around cuz I I that would be a very nostalgic experience. I just hope they stick to like all those stores. Yeah, I mean, okay, so there's the YouTube channel on on the old malls, but there has to be some some like group about the mall walking, right? Like there has to be yeah. a way like it this mall is this many miles if you you have to oh, do this yeah. many loops to do this many miles and you know, yeah. I mean, people need to know this information. Yeah. Right? Cut, cut to me going think. on a massive Google search for the rest of the day looking about the distance of malls to see where Please I'm going to walk with in me the if future. you do. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. We talk about experience and like the emotion and whatever, mm-hmm. and you may not have an answer to this, but has there ever been one standout crazy experience that happened to you in a mall? Like any, did you mm. witness anything really weird or crazy or obtuse? A murder. <laughs> it's it's weird. I've seen five <laughs> murders in a mall. No, I, I don't know if I, I mean, this kind of touches on my memory issues. I, I might have, something might have happened and I might have blocked it out. It's, I really just have very fond, nostalgic memories of the mall. Nothing has really tarnished it. That's good. Yeah, I know. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I know it's probably, I, but again, I've talked to other people and, who grew up the mall was kind of a place of insecurity for a lot of people where oh, they really? kind of, yeah, oh. they kind of felt like the cool kids went, they didn't feel a part of the cool kids. So it, it did not, they didn't ever, they to this day have not gravitated to a mall because it was just not a really safe space. But most of mine are really positive. <laughs> I just love that <laughs> I've spent this just my shallowness of this entire podcast talking about a mall is sad. No, it's not. No, actually, it's the total opposite. I mean, I think it shows the depth you have as a person. And I, I <laughs> really? specifically like that we've broken it down from strip malls to, you know, outdoor the, malls. The, the outdoor malls to the malls that go off in different spokes like a bicycle. We don't like those. Mm-mm. You know, we're going with the cathedral. So with that in mind, how big of a mall fan are you, Tony? I'm a really big. I'm a really. But I like that you, you specified it. It's a specific mall that is definitely my joy i will still go to the outdoor malls i've been in california for 17 years and that tends to be the majority of them i do still enjoy them but my true love is the atrium style large where i can see everything up the escalator mall i love it we're gonna start a subreddit on that and uh, i'll invite (laughs) you to that group when i start it tony thank you so much for coming on the fanatics podcast you are an absolutely brilliant actor Uh and i just love talking to you it comes from so so much much. pain (laughs) So much pain. <laughs> Doesn't it all? That's another show. That's another show. Anyway. We are all mall people. Yes. Let it be known. We are all mall people. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Tony Hale. Thanks for having me. 
Okay, I can honestly say that that has been one of my favorite Fanatics episodes so far. I I personally had so many memories coming up about the malls. One, David, that I'd like to share really quickly that I didn't uh, have a chance to say during the episode is we talked about like performing as a show choir, you know, or performing as like a comedy troupe. I was a freeze model in a mall. So uh, it was a like- freeze model? Yeah, like this was like the thing. I had to stand there in clothes, frozen, and people would come up and be like, is she real? Is she breathing? I don't know. You know, making all gestures in my face. And I just had to be like, and I remember this so clearly. And we got like 20 minute breaks and then we had to go back and freeze for another like 40 minutes. It was, wow. yeah, it was mind blowing. And you know, that that's what kicked off my career <laughs> in freeze modeling, which was very short. I have so many questions. So we're going to end the podcast now just so I can ask Claire all these great questions. Um, we loved having you here listening today. And we loved having Tony Hale. And we just love you guys. And next week, guys, don't miss it. We're going to be talking about vintage jazz with one of my favorite people, Leonard Malton. You guys probably listen to his podcast, Malton on Movies. Uh, also, the Leonard Malton Movie Guide. And he became my BFF on Doug Loves Movies. Uh, he's an amazing guy. And he uh, has some great vintage jazz experiences in New York City, which he will tell us. So tune in next Thursday. See you then. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Fanatics, a Roddenberry podcast. For more episodes and info, head over to wearefanatics.com or tweet your Fanatics thoughts and stories at wearefanatics. Yes, that's we are F-A-N-A-D-D-I-C-T-S. Our show is hosted by Claire Kramer and me, David Magadoff. Produced by me, Claire Kramer, and Colin Baker. Executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry. Our sound engineer and editor is Elizabeth Joy Windham. And you can thank Stephen Mudd for our theme song. Catch us next Thursday for another Fanatics episode. Play that's a lot. I don't want to go to the... Strip mall. I don't want to go to the... Outdoor mall. I don't want to go to the... Confusing mall. I just want to go to the mall. Are you tired of dating assholes? Do you want a Prince Charming? If so, we're filming a reality show. Sign up here. 12 American women are flown over to the UK for a Bachelor-style reality dating show. There are so many questions about a show like this because it's so odd. These women have been told that they were going to be dating the world's most eligible bachelor, Prince Harry. What? Y'all playing with me, right? You can binge The Bachelor of Buckingham Palace exclusively on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app.